Have you noticed how much things have changed since you became a mum? Do you feel as though you're the only one struggling to adjust to this new norm? Can you no longer see clearly the things that felt so transparent before? Well friend, you are not alone, and we are here to invite you into our mummy village so that you always have somewhere to turn and a place where you belong. Together, we will try and bring to light the common struggles of the modern Orthodox mama and delve into scripture in the hope of navigating through all of our doubts on this new and exciting journey. So come as you are and open your heart and mind to embrace the transformation God has in store for you. Hi everyone and welcome back to Mami. Uh, this is now our second episode for the year so thank you so much for listening. Um, today actually we've got a really special guest. Her name is Jess. Hi Jess. Hi. She's a, a counsellor from Melbourne who has now graced us and lives in Sydney um, and she's got a really great Instagram page actually that's a quite a good resource and correct me if I'm wrong Jess but it's hello.me2 correct pretty much exactly those words yes um, and that's how you can find her on instagram she's got two kids five and three year old uh, and like i said she's in sydney so <laughs> hit her up on instagram and ask her all the questions you like sorry in advance um <laughs> the floodgates open <laughs> she's like what did you but do but i'm not really sorry <laughs> you'll forgive me <laughs> um so Today is a really important topic because this is something that plagues every single one of us and I can't even tell you like this is my life, like this is so applicable to me on every single day. Um, Mum guilt (laughs) and we've all heard the term and today we're going to try and break it down into kind of what it is, how it can manifest sometimes and how to stop feeling guilty and it's not going to happen overnight but that's why we've got Jess here to help us (laughs) kind of reshape our thoughts I guess um, and try and get us out of that spiral because if you're anything like me you feel guilty about the little things and then that escalates into the big things and then you feel guilty about you feeling guilty about the little things and the big things and then the whole afternoon is just spent spiraling into this darkness and you just can't get out. Mm. So for me personally, I'd love to know how to recover from that terrible pit. Um, but I think, you know, it's a really important thing to talk about or at least recognize to start with. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. What do you think your experience has been, Marina? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, same. <laughs> you know where to start. I know. <laughs> um yeah, I think from the moment Abby was born, mm. I don't think I can remember a day where I haven't felt guilty. Yeah. Um, mm. Like, if I'm totally honest, I mm. really, really, really can't. Like, I still remember, like, the first night that she, that I, like, the first night that she was with me, um, and, like, she was crying, and all I could think is, why can't I make her stop? Mm. So it really didn't even take 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. It was instant. Thankfully, like, I was I, – I think for a lot of women it probably starts earlier than that, and mm. it probably starts, like, in pregnancy, and mm. there are things they feel guilty about in pregnancy. Mm. I know for a lot of women there's, like – guilt and trauma associated with childbirth like maybe someone couldn't give birth the way they wanted to I know lots of women feel guilty about like whether or not they'd used um, like an epidural or whatever and that I know that that Mm. for me that definitely wasn't 
a thing I knew what I wanted I got what I wanted and I was like give me all the drugs get the baby out safely and that was my (laughs) that was like that was my I mean admittedly it wasn't a very high standard but that was my standard (laughs) um I guess the reason that I mentioned that is that I think it's something that is just so like ingrained Mm. in us and I don't think it's exclusive to mums I think it's like women generally I mean Mm. I don't know maybe men I don't actually know but I think women are very good at feeling guilty about not doing more we see it like in the workplace they feel like we feel like we have to work much harder than Mm. men do we see it like in our relationships we see it in our friendships like in every aspect Mm. of our lives but I think in motherhood that's like magnified and Mm. multiplied Mm. um yeah I yeah I really can't think of a day that I don't feel guilty. The other thing is that I now recognize that a lot of the time my guilt sometimes manifests in very counterproductive behaviors. Mm. So that might mean like, you know, being short tempered with my kids Mm. or um, like just feeling like flustered and frazzled and stressed. Mm. And like they're not things that are actually going to help me. So Mm. (laughs) I guess the other thing... Jess is like how do we kind of take those emotions and use them somewhat productively yeah Yeah. good question yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) all the big questions today yeah I completely relate Marina because I think you know my guilt started from as soon as the minute I found out I was pregnant yeah Mm. and that's when it all ended for me yeah um it was such a big challenge it was like what you know I mean, you get told to put vitamins in your body and mm. take folic acid and take this and do this. Or, you know, like you said, your birthing experience, are you going to have mm. a natural birth, a cesarean? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you find yourself really caught up in looking at what other people are doing yes. and then comparing yourself to what exactly. other people are doing. And then, yeah. um, you know, asking yourself, am I making the right choice? Mm. Yeah. So the guilt definitely can go pre you know even even pre-baby and then trying for a baby and yeah. like you said it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be pregnant to feel guilty yes exactly um it's innate it's it, it is a feeling it's a feeling we all experience mm. at some point in our lives and that's something that we do carry on with us yeah and then it's how you actually like you just said manage that emotion mm. as to whether that emotion is going to be a productive one mm something that you'll look at and go you know I can Mm. actually manage my guilt and I can actually deal with it in a way that is going to be productive and see good results Mm. or it's going to be I guess counterproductive and somewhat destructive to your own well-being but also your relationship with your child or your relationship with your husband or your family yeah I suppose yeah Um, and for lack of a better word I think guilt is very relentless and Mm. it's very (laughs) persistent and it's something that we probably, in its entirety, won't be able to get rid of. Mm. It's something that is going to stay with us as parents, as humans. Mm. You know, it's almost like saying to you, stop being sad. Yeah. 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 You, you're not going to be able to be. Yeah. Never sad. Yeah. Never sad. Or stop being happy. You're too happy. Stop. You know, <laughs> it's just unrealistic expectation, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So we have to sort of tell ourselves that guilt is there. And it, and it, and it may be there for a long time and that's okay mm. and it's, it is in the way that you sort of recognize it and tell yourself that it's okay if I'm feeling guilty mm. that's the first thing yeah. I think is really acknowledging that okay we are feeling guilty and that's okay mm. and as you said you know it's it's 
almost how do I recognize that I am Mm, feeling guilty to the point where I'm not going to explode at my child and I'm not going to get angry and frustrated and you know yeah um and again don't have that unrealistic expectation that you won't Mm -hmm. because there might be times where you actually do explode and that's totally okay yeah um I think the biggest blessing that we can give ourselves or the biggest favor that we could do for ourselves in those moments when they are heightened and when you have already surpassed the whole how do I recognize that I'm guilty and you're already there <laughs> yeah um is just to forgive yourself yeah and to be really honest with yourself and say you know I'm just I'm recognizing now after I've exploded that I'm not doing the right thing and I am you know I should be doing this or should mm-hmm. be doing that and as I'm saying that I'm going to just point out that we do often say I should do this or I'm supposed mm. to be doing this. And a lot of the time, those are the two words that are making us feel the most guilty. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. ever notice yourself yeah. saying, Gosh, yes. I yeah. should be, I should be, yeah. you know, um, spending more time or I'm supposed to be cleaning the house. Yeah. Or I'm supposed to be cooking a good meal. And then a lot of the time, those are the words that are killing us inside and they're yes. saying to us, you know, I'm, you're not I should enough. be, yeah, yeah, you're not good enough. Mm. And this is why guilt is so relentless because it's telling us, you know, good enough for what you're doing or you're not doing the right thing Mm. or you're not making the best decisions Mm. so we're constantly telling ourselves these things and then that's what's making us believe that we're guilty and that we should be doing more yeah 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 it's so true and I think I find that what you were just saying like about forgiving yourself I find that the hardest thing to do like like you were saying like Mm. you spiral and I definitely spiral it might not be spiraling about feeling guilty but I spiral about the thing that I did and I will like go over it in my head like a hundred times yeah and like how could I have done that like what an like what is you know ridiculously stupid thing to do how Mm. did I let myself get to that point but I don't think it's a productive like I don't think it's a productive self-reflection it's just a like I'm beating myself Mm. up about it yeah and then not really getting yeah anywhere yeah which is so common yeah and it is common to sit and dwell on those things Mm -hmm. and really beat yourself up like you said about what I did um and that's why we have to learn how do we do that more productively Mm -hmm. and a big part of that sometimes is recognizing those common themes you know even noting down when you feel like you are having these moments and jot them in your notes even on your phone or Mm -hmm. if you have a paper present you know write it down and just see are there common themes to your guilt because often you'll find, and with me personally, my guilt is when I've got the kids at home and I know I've got to clean the house, cook, do all the chores, but yet they want to spend the quality time. Mm. And then my guilt really kicks in when I've got, you know, my little girl on my shoulder going, mom, 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 play with me, play with me, but I'm trying to do a hundred other things. Yeah. So I've noticed that common theme. And by noticing the theme, you can then say, okay, I'm noticing that the guilt is kicking in more when I know I have chores to do, Mm. um, but I need to spend quality time. So it's juggling those two things. And for me, it's been about, okay, how do I look at my daily routine, fit in both those things at a time that suits me better? So I'm not trying to juggle this. I'm not trying to juggle that, but I can do both in a way that is going to actually make me feel Mm. better. Mm. Yeah. And it's not selfish to say that, you know, it's not selfish to have your own personal routine, and I feel a lot of the time the guilt kicks in because we feel like we have to be doing absolutely everything all of the time. Yeah. yeah. And again, that's another false belief. You know, we're telling ourselves that we need to, but who's who's asking that of us? There's, there's If you really ask yourself, who is telling me that I need to cook and clean and 
all of that, uh, it's it's you telling yourself yes. that. Yes. Isn't it? Yep. 100. I'm sure your husband doesn't come home and be like, no. Marina, no. In, cook, clean, do all, you yeah. know. In fact, it's usually the opposite. He's saying to me, you know, like you're creating work for yourself yeah. and I'm like what do you mean like yeah. these things have to be done but you you're like I feel like that's a light bulb moment <laughs> for me like it's true yeah. why do they have like yeah oh like, look obviously I've, I've reached the point where <laughs> not even my own mind tells me this is they what I should done. be doing instead I just don't do them and yeah. then I just feel guilty mm, yeah. but I'm I'm not even I have mm. no motivation to clean yeah. or cook yeah but it's just this is the standard like this is the expectation almost like society expects us yeah. to have kids to work full time yeah. to be super mums mm. to do everything with our kids on the weekends and mm. take them to the zoo and take them to the beach all the time and take mm. them to play dates and have them to be like make sure they're well-rounded they're well educated they don't miss a meal they don't get any screen time and yeah. you have your house in <laughs> impeccable order all the time and so I come home with this weight on my shoulders all the time yeah look around at my house and I'm like not ticking that not ticking that not ticking that like yeah. nothing is ticked yeah, yeah. And so I feel guilty when I don't have that standard for myself. Mm. That's just the standard that's been presented mm. to me. Yep. And then that automatically becomes, you know, the measuring ground. Like that's yeah. what I compare myself to, yeah. even though that is not what I would expect of myself mm. ever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you logically know that it's impossible. Logically, exactly. <laughs> logically, I understand it is impossible. There are mm. 24 hours in the day. Mm. I'm at home for three of those hours. Like, it's <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It doesn't make sense. But yeah. still, we still compare yeah. and we still look at these ridiculous expectations mm. just because, you know, one mum appears to have it all together. Yeah. Yeah. And she does everything perfectly. She might yeah. have a personal assistant and a hairdresser and a nail artist. And, <laughs> and a chef. And a chef. Oh, my God. That's my dream. My dream. Um, and a chef. That's all, all I need. Anyway. Yeah. Like, because that's what it appears to be. Mm. Yeah. And then that's automatically what mm. I set for myself as a gold standard. Yeah. And yeah. cue guilt. Yeah, cue mm. guilt. I have to say, like, recently I've realized that... I like I love social media and I think there's a lot that you get out of it but I think sometimes and I am very careful because I think I've gotten more out of it than mm-hmm. I've found it detrimental like on the balance of things but I know that sometimes like people will make comments in passing and I don't mean like personally on like something that I've posted or whatever but like in their posts mm. like the other day I saw like quite a popular mum blogger say write something like you know Oh, she posted a photo of her linen cupboards and they looked amazing and she's <laughs> like they always look like this because I just do one thing for 10 minutes every day and mm. so my house is always like clean and organized and I just felt like she absolutely is not saying that with the intention mm. of like making anyone feel guilty no. or making anyone like she's literally I, I honestly she's trying to help yeah but for me that really struck mm. a chord because mm. I was like <clears throat> Yeah, it's just 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Why, like, am I so lazy that I can't, like, get that 10 Mm. minutes to do something? Or, like, Mm. what's wrong with me that I can't, like, Mm. just find that time (laughs) to do that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So it's things that are not meant to be triggering. No. But I am realizing, recognizing more and more that I think, though, that's feeding into, Mm. like, 
your subconscious. Like yeah. That's exactly what <clears throat> is being fed into your heart and mind and that's what you believe. Yeah. And I can't remember. I think it was a book I read or something, a blog article. I can't remember. I'm terrible at references. So I'm going <laughs> to reference so many things, but I just I just don't know where they come from most of the time. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure I read it. Um and they were saying, you know, social media is one of these things. Like you said, it could be a really good resource, yeah. but there could be some things that are harmful to you without you realizing. Yeah. And so they kind of had this, um, like, method of filtering through things in social media. Yeah. And basically you Marie Kondo your feed. And Absolutely. You, you know, if someone posts something mm. that doesn't, bring you joy yeah you stop following them like it was that drastic definitely like don't expose yourself even if it's just one post that has made you feel a particular way Mm. whether it be guilty or down or less or whatever Mm. yeah then you just stop following that that Mm. person or that account completely because it's not serving that social media wouldn't be serving Mm. the good that you're kind of looking for absolutely yeah i did a story on this just yesterday i think the same Mm. concept uh that if something is not serving you well whether it be on social media in your life a friend Mm. a family member you know it's it's okay to eliminate the toxicity and to remove it Mm. to a healthy distance you don't have to remove it completely but just to a point where you are going back in line with your own values Mm. and i think this whole thing that we've just spoken about now is so important to remind yourself of what your value is as a mother Mm. and then what your value is as a family because that lady that you just mentioned marina her values might be about organization yeah and being tidy and Mm. and being clean that's right but your value may be no quality time Mm. yeah you know and that and then when you recognize what your actual value is that is when you can then decide how you want to spend your time Mm. yeah and then you're not placing that pressure on yourself to go oh no i need to be cleaning i need to be doing all of those other things because that's not what you actually want no. to be doing. Mm. Yeah. You know, you're, you're staying true to your own goals and your yeah. own value as a mother yeah. to, to do that. Um, and what you were saying, right, as well, you know, it's important to also think about what kind of people you're engaging with and yeah. the conversations that you're having and trying to stick to those who are quite like-minded. Yeah. Because the ones who are like-minded won't make you second-guess mm. yourself. They'll actually, I guess, support your decisions and uplift you. Mm. And it'll keep you in line again with your values and it'll keep you in line with what, um, you know, you want to be doing throughout your day and in your daily routine. Mm. Whereas if you're surrounding yourself with people who, you know, are giving you their opinions or giving you their advice, um, which is fine. Happy to accept your advice, but uh, sometimes (laughs) it's not necessary. No, I don't think it's fine. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's, I guess in those moments you do, you start comparing yourself, Mm. you start looking at social media um, and comparing yourself to people on there, you know, and reminding yourself, and this is where the thought process needs to change, but it's reminding yourself that on social media or even in conversation, we're only listening to or seeing a, a snippet of someone's yeah. life yeah. okay so they're they're actually choosing to show you what they want to show you exactly yeah. so what about what they're not showing you mm, and yeah. i think that's what we really need to be mindful of is that there is so much going on behind the scenes uh that we just don't know yeah we don't know what someone is actually you it's know true. doing or, or what how messy the rest of her house yeah. is uh, mm. aside from that yeah, linen, yeah. beautiful linen and cupboard <laughs> that we all wish we had <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just really being mindful that yeah. it's okay to, to eliminate or to reduce the amount that you are on social media or remove those pages mm. and remove those things because mm. if they're not serving their purpose for you, if they're not aligning with your own personal values and your own goals, then they're not serving you well. Mm. And there's no point having them there because they're just going to keep you in this spiral. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's going to keep you going through that cycle until you choose to say it's not for me anymore. Yeah. Mm. And perhaps the first step is just recognizing what what are your values? Mm. What are your fa- values as a family and do you want to, you know, um spend your time mm. quality time or do you want to spend your time doing all the other things yeah. um that maybe aren't so necessary at that point in time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess you want to reflect a certain character to your kids and you know to the people that you're you know raising Mm. like these these minds these inquisitive creatures are like looking around for knowledge and looking around for inspiration who to be and what to be like and if mum is constantly down on herself like oh like Leah we shouldn't do this why Mm. I don't know (laughs) because the mum on Instagram told me that we shouldn't be eating this specific food yeah (laughs) it's like you know if it might not be obviously that direct but they pick up on this stuff like if i'm constantly guilty and beating myself up over things that are Mm. ridiculous and things Mm. that i shouldn't be feeling guilty about if i'm consumed by this false guilt Mm. that's the mum she's going to remember a mum that was sad all the time Mm -hmm. a mum that just never felt like she was good enough and that worth reflects on their worth Mm, and they start feeling that they're not worth mum's time Mm. they're not worth mum's joy Mm. and they question their worth growing Mm. up and then that's the kind of person that I'm raising a girl who's also got a guilt complex who keeps Mm. comparing herself to other people Mm. And you, you, I mean, when you think about it that way, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's, it's yes to the core. Um, but I mean, ultimately, that's essentially what we're doing by making these choices. And I love how you said choice, Jess, because it's a choice. Like, it is a choice that I make to compare. And then yeah. it's a choice that I make to continue comparing and then to place my worth and my value in mm. these comparisons that shouldn't even exist. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of the time what we miss is the the fact that we do have a choice in absolutely everything mm, that yeah. we do. And don't get me wrong, there'll be moments. I mean, I've had moments where I've ran into the pantry and cried because I just can't contain mm, my emotions anymore, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's a hard day. Yeah. I've had no sleep. I'm exhausted. I'm sick of hearing myself saying no or wait one minute or, you know, <laughs> yeah. oh, listening to my own voice on repeat. Mm. Trust me, draining process. So maybe just don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <on repeat. laughs> um, but it's just that ongoing, mm. you know, you do have bad days. And that's why I was saying at the beginning that it's okay. It's, it's totally okay to have bad days it's okay to have really good days and then it's okay to actually be honest with your child Mm. even if they're really young and they don't understand you just yet it's okay sometimes at the end of my day when I really when I reflect and I think wow I really didn't spend enough time with Mm. my daughter and Mm. my son I didn't spend time at all with them um I actually you know even if they're asleep I'll whisper in their ear I'm so sorry uh please forgive me Mm. um but And then that's a point of reflection for me to go, okay, what didn't I do so well today? What do I think I can do better tomorrow? Mm. And then 
nine times out of ten, the next day is a much better day. Mm-hmm. And I've I've really sat down and I've sort of looked at it and gone, you know, what did I not do enough of, or mm-hmm. or what did I do too much of that I could probably let go a bit more of, and and you know balance it out Mm. and that way the next day I've got a plan I'm not just walking in blindly Mm. and doing the same thing over and over again and I think it's okay to sort of sit with that a little bit and to you know at the end of the day forgive yourself for how you did behave or Mm. how things Mm. went uh, and apologize to your child if you feel like you have um, you know let them down Mm. particularly through COVID I think working from home and trying to juggle work life and kid life at the same time I used to have you know my daughter pulling on me mum come and play with me and I would constantly be saying no I need to work I need to you know and, and having clients you just yeah. can't let them be but it was more about recognizing that no I can work I can do my job mm. but I can also allocate the time to sit there and play and I think when you do it in advance so don't let it get to that day to be able to start mm. planning because then your head's already in a mess I think when you do it in advance and you, you pre-plan where you can, you know, even if it's five minutes at the end of your day to go, okay, tomorrow, what is my day looking mm-hmm. like and how can I fit? Again, it goes back to those values. My value is the quality time. So mm-hmm. how can I fit that quality time in? And then I'll opt for a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect example was today before coming to do the podcast. Um I was sort of running out of time and I hadn't felt like I had spent enough time with my kids. I was busy doing other things during the day. And I said to my daughter, before I leave, I'm going to spend half an hour playing with you. And it was a commitment that I made and I fulfilled. And I walked out of there feeling, yes, still guilty because I know me and that's how I am. Mm. But it wasn't to the extent that I would have felt if I didn't spend Mm. that half an hour. Mm. So I think when you make those plans in advance and you can sort of recognize okay this is my routine and this is what i'm going to do it does ease the guilt Mm. it really does i really like that though like that self-reflection because i think sometimes you just get so caught up in like day to day today today and you actually don't like i feel like i don't realize Mm. what's happening until maybe like a week down the track and then i'm like okay (laughs) yeah um or like until my daughter says something to me and then i'm like oh yeah okay fair enough that's right i probably have been like really not spending much time with Mm. you or i have been distracted when i have been Mm. there with you and i'm always like i'm always shocked by how observant she is well when she comes out with something like she'll be like oh mommy you're sitting with me but you're not happy or you're not whatever and then I'm like oh yeah fair enough like Mm -hmm. you're right but which probably makes you feel even more oh 100% (laughs) (laughs) and then I and I will but I I like I'm a big believer in apologizing too and I will say like I'm sorry even if I've yelled at her and she'll be like why are you yelling at me I'll Mm. say okay like you you know Abby you're right that's not right of me and I'm sorry Mm. that I did that um and like just accepting that so I I agree but I think if we I feel like if I make that time every day to kind of reflect and say okay what did I do well what didn't I do well and how can I improve that yeah I feel like even just thinking about that I'm like actually yes that probably will make a huge difference definitely because it allows you to also unload Mm. you know so a a part of that reflective process is to obviously recognize what you did really well and what Mm. you didn't do so well uh, and to forgive yourself in that process and say, okay, no worries. T- tomorrow I'm going to do this instead. Yeah. And it allows you to unload and vent it off for the day. Yeah. Because when you go to sleep, and as we all know, if you're holding things in, one, you're not going to have a great sleep. You're no. going to be really stressed and anxious and worried mm-hmm. about the next day. And you're not going to let yourself um, 
just relax. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what you want to be doing. You don't want to be carrying all these burdens. Mm -hmm. So even if it's just journaling, you know, keeping something on your bedside to just write down a quick few points of how your day was and then waking up the next day in that fresh mindset and, Mm -hmm. and working at it. I'm not saying you're going to achieve that every single morning. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to set those unrealistic expectations, but we're going to try. Mm. And it's totally okay. You know, it's, mm. it's okay to do that. And with the apologies, you know, it's, it's always so easy for us to apologize to someone else or give others the advice mm. or praise other people um, and let them know what they're doing really mm. well. Always so much difficult to do that to yourself. And that's another thing that we have to learn to change is directing all those compliments and the praise and all the rest of it to ourselves, Mm. first and foremost. Mm. Acknowledging that we are wonderful mothers even if we are feeling guilty. Mm. That, you know, we're still good people even if we're juggling a million and one different things. You know, all those things Mm. is really, really valuable mm. our self-talk like you were saying Marit, you know they absorb what we say they listen they watch they observe yeah so they're looking at our every moves listening to our every word make those words words that are going to make you feel good but also teach your child how to speak to themselves mm. as they grow also mm. it's so valuable mm. Mm. i love the point you made earlier about planning so reflecting and planning Mm -hmm. and how we should be planning ahead so that we don't fall into the guilt Mm. that's that's really cool how Mm. do i do (laughs) what am i planning exactly like how how can i prepare myself like obviously we know it's coming yep but how do i prepare myself that way like how do i prepare my days to come so that it becomes a habit that I don't, you know, yeah. fall into this false guilt all the time. I know I'll feel guilty because, yeah. like you said, it's not going to go away. But, yep. yeah, how do I plan so that it doesn't get so bad that it takes over and governs my days? Mm. I guess it goes back to firstly recognising where your guilt stems from mm. and recognising that pattern. So how often are you feeling guilty and is there a common theme as Mm. to why you're feeling guilty? And as soon as you can recognize those things, so like I said, a good way of doing that is to just jot down that moment when you're Mm. feeling guilty and see if a pattern emerges throughout the week. You'll often find there will be one. And Mm. like I said, as an example for myself, it's always, my guilt always stems when I'm constantly saying no to my kids. Mm. And then I think back to it, I'm like, Jess, what are you doing? Like, it's just five minutes. You can, you know, Mm. I try and just chat myself up and Mm. and talk myself into Mm. doing that task so that I'm not feeling that guilt. So when you can first identify why, get your why in there, why Mm. is your guilt actually occurring? Then you can go, okay, my guilt is from not spending quality time. And then through that, or, you know, it could be my guilt is from I'm working too much Mm. or, you know, whatever it might be, I'm not getting the chores done. So it could be anything and it's your guilt, so it's okay. Whatever it is, it's, there's no right or wrong. It's your guilt. Mm. That's for you. So once you've worked out your why, you can then understand how does that fit in with your value. Mm. So what is your family value? Does it align? Uh, you know, my family value is quality time. Mm. My daughter always says, Mum, it's family time. Let's sit on the couch and watch a movie. Mm. Or, mm. you know, we all have that. So for me, when I'm not hitting that, I feel really guilty. Yeah. So understanding your why, understanding your value of your family and what you actually want to achieve. And then a simple diary, get a little calendar out, sit on a Sunday night or wherever, 
I often find putting an alarm in your phone is good because mm. it's something that will go off. We carry our phones everywhere mm. and it's on you. So you can be reminded to sit down for five minutes. And a lot of people say to me, Jess, but I can't even find five minutes in my day. Well, you can find five minutes to sit on a toilet, I'm sure. So <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. surely. Yeah. It's, surely there. It's, it's there. It's, it's there. It's just what we choose to do with it. Absolutely. And mm. again, it's that choice. It's mm. how badly do you want to change this mm. or how badly do you want to improve it? And while you're, you're sitting there, you know, whether it be just on the couch for five minutes, jot down a few things for your calendar. You know, look at your diary. Where can you fit in five or ten minutes to meet that value? Mm. Um, so if it's quality time, where can you sit? Where can you fit quality time in? Um, and that doesn't have to be on a daily basis. You know, it, it's important to make those goals very realistic, very achievable, particularly at the beginning. You don't want to be saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to fit in two hours a day for the whole week <laughs> when that was never happening before. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're really going to be disappointed or yeah. feel even more guilty when you don't hit that. So you know, it could just be something as small as five minutes a day mm. to sit with my kids and read a book mm. or five minutes a day to tidy up the kitchen mm. or, you know, whatever. And the timing of that does not have to be during the day. It could be after the kids go to bed. For me, I'm always with the kids during the day doing my chores in the evening. And that's mm. how I just like to do it because I don't, the, the guilt minimizes automatically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's communicating. I've communicated to my husband, this is what I'll, I'm going to be doing. Are you okay with that? And completely, he understands because his value is the same. It's that mm-hmm. quality time. So there are those few things that you can do to just pre-plan. And when you've got them in your calendar and it's a schedule, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like on Sundays we know we get up and we go to church. Yeah. yeah. It's that routine. Yeah. We know that it's there and something that we just do. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. So it's, it's incorporating it into that mm. and, and understanding that it's a priority because it's your mental health. Mm. So I know it's something that we can easily put off. It goes over our heads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even myself as a professional, I do it too. I'm human. We're all human. And it's just about taking that time to say, no, I am also number one. Mm. And if I'm not functioning to my best ability, then I'm not going to give my best to anybody mm. else. Yeah impossible Mm. it's impossible and that's when you find you'll get into those spirals you'll start exploding because you need a break yeah Mm. yeah and Mm. I think that's it we always do that like I know I do that with big decisions or decisions that (laughs) I think are really big like I don't do it for my day-to-day but I think you know like recently I've been working five days a week for a really long time Mm. and every time I go to work on the fifth day I'm always always complaining that I'm there <laughs> on the fifth day like why am I here for five days like yeah. I don't want to work five days you guys don't want me to here five days because yeah. I'm just miserable that last day yeah like I, I always complaining always mm. and so it took ages like how long I've been yeah. working for five Two. days for a really yeah. long time and like I my guilt stems from that I know that that is my why mm. 100% mm. because everything revolves around that like mm. everything it's because I work five days mm. it's because I work five and it, it's it's just constant yeah and so recently I'm like I need to make a change again I think it's a really big change like oh my goodness if I drop a day financially we're going to be in such a rut yeah. Yeah. you know I'm not going to be a good registrar at work I'm not going to mm. be able to do this I'm not going to be you know valued or whatever like I 
ridiculous. I'm just making excuses for myself. <laughs> and then just recently, I, I last year, end of last year was my breaking point. I'm like, this is my rock bottom. This mm. is where everything in me is telling me I need to drop my yeah. days because I've I just I, I couldn't handle it and I got to that point where I'm about to explode yeah. like this is this is it this is my warning sign mm. to drop my days and so I had a chat to my husband and finally like it's happening it's happening guys soon wow <laughs> not yet but at least it's been approved <laughs> it's in the pipeline <laughs> it's in the pipeline but like we do that for such big decisions yeah. and we if I I know if I drop a day I will have a chance to study, to go to a midweek mass, never done that, to do stuff around the house instead of it piling up throughout the week and then me getting to the weekend and then wanting to spend the quality time rather than do anything around the house and then it's just, yep. anyway, a spiral. Mm. I know I will get the opportunity to do all that and I know that because I've made that change, my guilt will minimise. Like, I know that. Yes. But I... I can do that for big decisions, mm. not all the time, not mm. very well, as you can see. It <laughs> had to get to rock bottom. Yeah. But for little things, I think it's so important, like you said, to sit down and think about how I'm going to achieve my goals and why my goals are my goals, like what mm. my values are to bring about to birth these goals, like mm. to plan the little things throughout the day. Like you're right, it just takes small period of time at the end of the day Mm. to achieve that or tick that quality time box with your kids Mm. and they see that as quality time like i'm gonna put my phone away yeah i'm gonna put it in the charger i'm not gonna hold it Mm. and i'm gonna sit with you and we're gonna do whatever you want Mm -hmm. and that's so valuable to them Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be two hours Mm. no it doesn't but if i haven't planned that Mm. all that they're gonna see is frustration that they're not asleep yet and I yeah. need to get on with my day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, there'll, there'll be moments where, you know, you don't get to spend even two minutes with your kids mm-hmm. and there will be frustration that they're not sleeping because you're exhausted. Yeah, and exactly. that's so okay. Yeah. You know, there will be days where you just want to veg out on the couch and mindlessly scroll through your Instagram feed yeah. or, you know, just switch off yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. We're human. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, our children are not going to look at us and say, oh, mum didn't spend all of her time with me. Mm. They're going to really treasure those two minutes mm-hmm. or they're going to really treasure that, you know, five-minute walk that you took down the street or whatever it is mm-hmm. and value that so much more. They're, they're really not going to remember the moments that, you know, you were angry at them or mm-hmm. you had a bit of an explosive oh, episode. I hope or not. They <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, they won't because they really treasure your quality time and yeah. they really treasure that, that um, the love that you show them and mm. I'm sure it's not all bad, you know. Mm. It's it's about really remembering to all the good that you are doing because I think we get really stuck in what we're not doing mm-hmm. and what we're not doing sometimes is not spending quality time mm. but we're also working five days a week. Mm. That is not an easy feat as a mother to do. So... It's recognizing all that you really are doing for the benefit of your family, Mm. not forgetting that why, what is your intention? What's your purpose? Why do you wake up every morning and go to work? Mm. You know, I'm sure you're not just Mm. doing that because it's fun for yourself. (laughs) Um, You know, there's definitely 
joy in there for your family yeah. and there's purpose in that for your family mm, yeah. um so even as part of that reflective process it can be really valuable to think about all the things you're doing that are working well for your family and that are in line with your values and your mm. goals you know i think we put a lot of pressure on us as mums to to spend time with our kids mm. because we are their mothers yes. uh, you know and a lot of the time they love independent play mm. and they can independently play while we clean or do other tasks around the house yeah. um, you know I think like you said earlier it's that society view that as mums you have to be doing everything yeah. and you have to be juggling everything and you know an analogy sometimes that works too is think about your roles and the different hats that you wear mm. and what hat will you be wearing when you finish work and go home, you know, are you their friend or are you their mum that needs to do the caregiving? What kind of things are you to them, you know, and, and what hats are you wearing? So when you leave the house, you're taking your mum hat off, you're putting your work hat on and you're going to go to work, you're going to do your job, come home and be a mum again. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost just finding that fine line between forgiveness mm. for yourself i'm going to bang on about that because it's huge and i think we really have to acknowledge that mm. we're working really hard to make a life for our families mm. and all the things that we are doing on a day-to-day basis is for the sake of our children like you said it's teaching them it's role modeling mm. we're showing them you know the things that they they're learning from us everything that we do mm. so it's really acknowledging and forgiving yourself and also um, praising yourself mm. for getting up every day and going to work five days a week mm. and really giving yourself a clap. Everyone should really applaud themselves mm. for all the hard things that they do do mm. throughout the day yeah. and be less sort of guided by all the things that they're not doing. Mm. Mm. I feel yeah. like that's definitely me. I always yeah. think of what I haven't done rather than it's what so I have. It's so easy to. And that list somehow is always like 10 times longer <laughs> than yeah. what I have done yeah. I remember I read something ages ago I'm pretty sure it was on Instagram of like it was like a quote that said something to the effect of you know society expects us to work as though we had no children and to parent as though we had no work exactly and it's so true like I really do feel like that's the expectation mm. like do everything mm. but also work and provide for your family yeah. and you're just like okay well how do I do both mm. and I think it is that whole, you know, women can have it all. And look, you you can, I guess, in some ways, but I don't think it's that that thing again of like no one can have it all all the time. Mm-hmm. Like there is a season for everything. There's mm-hmm. a time for everything. And we just have to kind of accept that. Yeah. And I think that's something that's really hard to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Acceptance is very tough. Yes. <laughs> Yes, 100%. I think even like when you were talking, Marat, about like um, like recognizing what things, and, and you said, so were you just about things like trigger you or like mm. contribute to your guilt? I think the other thing that I realized recently was like that there's a lot of like, emo- like, like your kids need you emotionally. And I think mm. there are often so many other things in our lives that emotionally drain us mm. like and I for me I guess one of it was it was work also but mm. I mean and I'd find I'd get to the end of the day and I just feel like I've been so emotionally drained by all the people that I've met and all the people that I've spoken to and mm. all of their problems and all of their issues yeah. that when my three-year-old or four almost four-year-old daughter comes up to me and mm. like has her own meltdown mm. I no longer have the capacity 
yeah. to like give her anything because I'm done. Like mm. I'm, and you know, I, same same as what you did. I was mm. like, you know what? Like it's not worth it for yeah. me. Like I, what's more important? Like the stranger down the street mm. or my child. Absolutely. If I don't take care of my child, who will? And so. I think you're right. Like when you look at your values and what it is that's actually important, mm. it's much easier to take that step and say, okay, well, I'm going to eliminate mm. that thing. So, I, you know, yeah. but when you feel like you should be able to manage both, mm. I think that's like, that's mm. really challenging. Cause then you feel like you can't, you, you just have to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. that's not the case. Like you can mm. make a choice. You can say like, mm-hmm. and I recognize that that's not for everyone. I recognize that some people maybe for financial reasons have to keep working yep. Yep. or, you know, they don't have family support around yep. or they've got really complex family situations. Mm. Like I know it's not always as easy as saying like, no. yeah, I'm just going to stop doing that thing. No, absolutely. It's, it's not, um, but it's then trying to work out what can you incorporate into your week that will help you mm. find that healthy balance. Mm. Um, and essentially, a lot of it is in the way that you speak to yourself. Mm. So even while you were speaking, Marina, I could hear you saying should, you know, yes. that word again that pops yeah. up because we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we should be doing everything. Mm. And you know what? We can do everything, yeah. but at a healthy and reasonable balance in a in a healthy and reasonable way yeah and that's why I really harp on about having a schedule having that routine sitting and planning little bits of your week so that you've sort of got a focus Mm. and when you've got that focus you sort of have something to work towards and Mm. then you might feel that sense of accomplishment when you do tick it off Mm. I remember for me the biggest thing was because same with you Marina working was quite draining you know yeah. you're speaking to clients all day you're emotionally exhausted you've invested a lot as particularly if there were high-risk clients yeah. and then to get home and have to then deal with home life it was really draining yes. and I used to feel myself really getting burnt out so what I decided to do was give myself half an hour from driving home to getting home and I would actually sit in the car and just give myself time to do whatever I wanted to do whether mm. it was um you know listen to a podcast or read something whatever it was but half the time it was talking to myself and reminding myself of I was quite good at sort of leaving work at work Mm. and not taking that home with me but it was more about mentally preparing myself for the challenges that come with motherhood yes and then you have to be switched on for your kids because they're so excited to see you after a whole day and you know you just want to sort of take you know get (laughs) into your pajamas and go to sleep yeah um so it was sort of just taking that extra half hour after work and before walking in the door to just pep talk, mm-hmm. you know, give myself some really affirmations that would just help help me thrive and, mm-hmm. and remind myself of my purpose and mm-hmm. my intention and what, what it is that I am doing and, um, and you know, recognise that, again, my roles. You know, I'm, I'm stepping from a work role now to actually – I'm stepping from being a healthcare provider to mm-hmm. being a mum. So, mm-hmm. you know, that has to switch and, and what can I do to fulfil their needs now – um, so it was sometimes, you know, for those that can't and yeah, completely recognize that some people just can't drop a day of work mm. or can't mm. make that extra time for themselves. But even if it's just that half an hour of driving home or getting home to listen to a podcast, something that just helps you, you know, mm. switch off, um, to be able to then better walk in and handle mm. those situations might be helpful as mm. well. Mm. And it actually brings up, I really like how you were doing that kind of between work and, going home because marina we were talking about self-care and filling Mm. our tank and Mm. we get 
ultimately we fill our tank from the ultimate source of grace from god he fills us so that we can then fill them Mm. and usually like we were saying you know better in the morning and we do it first thing in the day so that our tank is full to the brim and then we're ready for the day Mm. but you're right that point for me that drive home Mm. is the point where I get most of my nourishment because I'm Mm. like in the morning I've still got energy I'm good (laughs) like everything I listen to in the car is like oh yeah I know that Mm. like I don't I don't need this um and I make it to work but then between work and going home and just thinking about how am I now gonna change my role Mm. and I've just like my day ended at such a low point today Mm. how am I gonna get out of this sadness and this emotion and then be full Mm. so that I can provide that care and that love for my daughter and I think Mm. that's a like for me it's audiobooks and sermons Mm. and I've never even considered it as a filling my tank time Yeah. yeah But you're absolutely right. Like, I think if it wasn't for that hour drive home, like, I wouldn't have the time to unwind Mm. and, you know, get from my source of grace, I guess. So that Mm -hmm. when we do come home, we're pouring out that that love and that grace that's just been poured out onto us. And Mm. I think that's uh, that's something I'm going to do. I'm going to learn from that because I think... That time would be, I mean, it is valuable, but I've, I didn't realize why. Yeah. <laughs> and now it can be, yeah. you know, an yeah. actual practice. Mm. Absolutely. And it's important to not put so much pressure on yourself to fill that cup fully mm. between work and home. You're not going to yeah. get there. So that's another unrealistic expectation. So you want to just be sure to maybe, you know, often with my clients, I use rating scales. I just say, you know, how are you feeling out of one to ten? If it's a five, what can you do to get to a six? And that's Mm. just a small little improvement that's going to help you have that energy Mm. to get in that house and be a mum and do what you need to do before the end of the day. Mm. Um, So it's, it's, yeah, definitely using whatever spare time you have to to refill the cup. And even with the reflective process that I was talking about at the end of the day, even if that's something you want to do throughout your day, Mm. you know, so while you're having breakfast, while you're having lunch, while you're having dinner, you know, just a small little reminder in your mind to sort of go through how your day has been. Mm. If it's in the middle of the day, how's your day going? You know, what can you do to improve your day um, just by a little bit? So that way you're working at it before it gets to the stage of yeah. extreme explosiveness and you yeah. can't. And planning. Mm. Yeah. What I was going to say, um, which I was just, I don't know if you heard me saying to Jess, but how like looking back now and reflecting on like my um, experience after I had Abby with like postpartum depression Mm. and anxiety and just how much guilt fed Mm. into that. And as I said to you, Jess, like I actually think that was probably the like single biggest contributing factor was feeling constantly feeling guilty Mm. about things and Mm. like a lot of negative self-talk and a lot of like, you know, I should be, doing this I could be doing this Mm. better I'm not good enough and really like the ultimately that feeling was like I'm not good enough and Mm. I think that was the overarching feeling and that was largely driven Mm. by guilt and it wasn't like I didn't recognize that until like a year and a bit later or two years later when like I spoke to um, a social worker after I had Emily and I was explaining how I was feeling and she was saying you know you you're really like just setting ridiculous expectations Mm. and like you're telling yourself you're not good enough but like why Mm. and and 
then that was like a moment for me where I was like, actually, now I can see how this fed into my past experience. And so I think like the like guilt is not bad because it makes us feel bad, but I think it's bad because it can very quickly like mm. feed into like much more serious mental health issues. Yep. It can also be a symptom of much more serious mental health issues like, absolutely especially depression and anxiety yeah um and like as you guys know like a lot of the like depression scales and anxiety scales we use do often ask about like your sense mm. of self-worth mm, your yeah. feelings of guilt how often do you feel guilty yes um and like i think that's a big a really big thing that i think people who are listening like should hopefully take away from this or at least in that reflective process try and ask themselves is this a symptom of something more serious something yeah. that I need like more professional help definitely for. that's exactly what I was just about to say it's so important because these symptoms or feelings can be long-term and they can be detrimental to your well-being and they can be very debilitating so in those moments where you recognize that okay perhaps I do need to speak to someone um, and I guess this is a big part of guilt as well is sometimes we feel like we can't ask for help mm. or we, we can't reach out and talk about it. Mm. And what we're learning today is that this is not just a one person thing. A lot of mothers are experiencing the exact same thing. And if you are and if you feel like you need to talk about it or to seek that support, reach out to a professional, go and see your GP, you know, get a referral to a psychologist or a counsellor or a social worker, whoever speak to somebody even mm. if you just need to start that conversation with your um your partner or a family member it's so important and often what you'll find and this is the crux of why i called it me too mm. is because people are going to turn around and say oh me too mm. i've experienced that or me too i've you know also had that um that feeling of guilt mm. you know um it's yeah i can't stress that enough i think seeking mm. ongoing support because this is not a short-term thing mm. and all these little you know um, things that I'm giving out are small things you know the, the routine and the daily planning they're small things that mm. that can assist but if you're finding that this is a long-term feeling that's not going away that you've tried to do many things to change it and it's just not happening mm. then seeking professional support is the way to yeah. go yeah for sure yeah and I think even earlier if you're anyone like me who's not very good at planning and not great at reflecting on my good habits <laughs> I think if you need some help and guidance earlier yeah I think you know seeking out a counsellor or even speaking to your GP about habits and things like that or starting yeah. small like I think being proactive about it is also quite important so don't mm. feel like you know, I feel like it's a bit paradoxical. Like it, there's a, the potential for, you know, if you're unable to do all these planning and reflection periods throughout your day, that can bring on more mm. guilt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then we're back where we started. So if you're one of those people that you feel like putting these routines and things in place or at least starting the process is giving you anxiety or making you a bit nervous mm. about what's to come mm. seek out help then you know mm, speak absolutely. to someone mm. who you know in the profession speak to a counselor if you don't want to go to a counselor speak to a friend that you confide in mm. that you yeah. know you're not going to get judged from mm -mm. and just start the process with someone else mm, and yes. i think there's such value in opening up even yeah. if you know just opening up to someone mm -hmm. earlier rather than letting yourself stew and get to the point where you're mm. really 
really struggling and mm. your mental health is now being affected too definitely yeah mm. it's just it's just that you just have to start exactly yes. that's all that it is it's it's just it's that choice first step. it's the choice <laughs> yeah. it's it's the choice to choose you yeah. that's what it is it's really putting yourself first being kind to yourself yeah you know you what would you tell a friend who was yeah. going through the exact same thing yeah, exactly you know we would openly tell that friend that they'll be okay and they can mm. get through it and give them all the tips and tricks and advice so it's exactly that it's whatever you would tell your friend yeah you need to start telling yourself yeah. Uh, it's that self-talk is so important mm. how you are speaking to yourself you know like what we were saying earlier it's so easy to say I'm not I'm not good enough I'm mm. not doing enough I'm not doing the right things or making the best decisions you know I'm just not um, I'm not enough mm. you know and then a lot mm. of people have these thoughts where that is what debilitates you it really holds you back from your full potential yeah. and in those moments when you have those thoughts, it's so valuable, particularly when you can catch yourself having them, mm. to ask yourself, who is actually telling me that I'm not good enough? Mm. More often than not, you're going to recognize that it's you. Mm. You're telling yourself yeah. that. So how true is that thought exactly? Um, and is it clouded by, you know, I guess, being irrational in that space and, mm. and clouded by everything that has been going on in that day? And in those moments, sometimes it's okay to talk to someone and say, this is what I'm feeling. Do you agree with my thought? Mm. Am I not good enough? And more than likely, you're going to get that other person telling you all the reasons why you are good enough. Mm. And, you know, in those moments, it's important to believe that person because mm. you're not so rational. Mm. Um, or like I was saying to you earlier, Marina, journaling is mm. a really powerful tool writing things down writing your thoughts down is helpful because you can look back on it yourself when you are in a more mm. rational mindset to then dissect that and mm. say to yourself okay what evidence is there to suggest that i'm not good enough yeah uh what evidence is there to suggest that i am good enough you know and and really trying to find that balance mm. um because we can be very critical of ourselves yeah. we need to learn to speak with more compassion and understanding mm. just as we would anybody else mm. yeah and I, I think, like, it's something we've touched on in, like, lots of um, past episodes, but also that ability to kind of step back and say, okay, I'm doing what works for me and my family, and it's okay that that's not mm. the same as what works for everybody else and everybody else's family. Yeah. And that whole, like, like my, I guess outlook on parenting and I know you share the same thing Marat um, and I'm sure you do too Jess is that you know there's no right way to parent mm. there's mm. a right way for you and mm -hmm. what works for you and your family and that's it but there's no right way to parent mm. and I know for me as soon as I started thinking that way a lot I mean obviously I feel guilty about other things mm -hmm. now instead mm. but once I stopped being so caught up in that yeah I found that it was much easier to kind of just take a step back and say, well, it's okay. What I'm doing, I'm, what I'm doing is okay. In yeah. fact, it's what's good for us. It's what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And I felt, feel much more secure in my decisions, regardless yeah. of like what other people say. Obviously, you know, there are things yeah. that people say that shake you, but I still yeah. come back to that and say, okay, well, that's fine. That's not how so-and-so would choose to do mm -hmm. things. And more often than not, it's a much older woman who's like just got a totally different like <laughs> outlook on life. I I really do think generally like yeah. other women like especially like like 
our generation mm. are not as judgmental as uh, I mean there obviously are some but there really are I'd say the majority of people are actually quite understanding absolutely and so it's just about choosing to ignore like the outside noise and say no I'm doing what's best for me mm. and my family yeah um I found that that took away a lot of my guilt mm, definitely mm. because you've guarded your truth mm. so that's your truth and mm. you're you're guarding that for you and your family and that's where it's aligning with those values and those goals mm. i'll always come back to that because i think when you know your own personal direction and you know that end goal of what you want to achieve then other people's lives don't matter mm. not to say that you don't care about other people's mm. lives yeah, but yeah. you're not caring about the direction you're caring about your own direction Mm -hmm. and if that feeds into somebody else's life like what i was saying earlier about sticking with like-minded people and and you know the people that are going to direct you on your own journey yeah that's great Mm -hmm. if it doesn't we have every choice to then remove ourselves Mm -hmm. and continue along our own personal Mm -hmm. path and i think guarding your truth is a really really important thing because you're sticking to your guns and you're sticking with what your family values Mm. and not conforming to what society's Mm. expectations Mm. are and it does it reduces that guilt it reduces that expectation of yourself Mm. and essentially yeah we do need to let that expectation Mm. go Mm. we are human we can only do so much Yes. And how you were just speaking then, Marina, was really powerful because mm. you're telling yourself. Mm. It's all in the way that we speak to ourselves. You're mm. telling yourself, no, I'm still going to do what I'm going to do mm. because it's right for my family. Mm. And when you're telling yourself that, it empowers you. Mm. It doesn't sort of, um, I guess, diminish you as a yeah. person. Yeah. It, it empowers you to continue on that, that journey, Yeah, which is really great. Yeah. I, th- I find that much easier to say, I think, because I see, like, day in, day out how other women feel for, like, making decisions that perhaps other people don't agree with. Mm. And so it's funny because it's like that whole you can say something to somebody else, it's harder to say to yourself. Of course. But I think I've had to say it so many times now <laughs> that I finally believe yeah. it. Like, yeah. it's, like, ingrained in me yeah. because I've said it to so-, <laughs> <laughs> so many other women. So thank you to all those people. <laughs> Slowly help me come to that realization. <laughs> yeah, it's the power of positive affirmation. Yeah. You know, it, the more you tell yourself something, the more you're going to believe it. Yeah. So if you tell yourself, I'm a bad mum, yeah. then you're going to believe you are. Mm. Yeah. And when you can shift that and make the choice to shift that, yeah. then you start believing that you are more than that. Yeah. And you start forgiving yourself for you know, that pressure that you're placing on yourself or that expectation that you've created and you begin to create and manifest something that's even more beautiful Mm -hmm. and you realise that there is a way of doing everything. It just Mm -hmm. means that it needs to be balanced Mm -hmm. and that not every day is going to be a good day and that is okay. Mm -hmm. And I put, and that is okay at the end of everything Mm -hmm. because we need to learn to accept that, you know, some days will be good, some Mm -hmm. days won't be so Mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Yeah. And my doing everything is going to look different to both of your doing everything. Mm -hmm. My doing everything will be, like you said, just based on my values and what I want to achieve based on what I believe Mm -hmm. is the most important thing for me. So my everything in the day never includes the laundry it's mm. never it's not it's not a thing <laughs> yeah in my house yeah like, yeah that's fair enough yeah yeah <laughs> that's absolutely that's not part of my everything and i'm no. okay with that <laughs> yes yeah. there you go you go girl <laughs> <laughs> 
and that's sometimes it's just about even if you had to like sometimes I do get whiteboard marker or like lipstick and write myself a positive affirmation on my mirror mm. because that's where we look at the first thing you know in the yeah. in the bathroom so you can always do that too where you repeat some positive affirmations to mm. yourself you know I am worthy I am good enough I am me. Mm. I'm unique. Mm. You know, I'm not like everybody else and that's mm. okay. Mm. Um, and when you do that and do that process, then you do start to believe it more and more yeah. and you feel like you've got that real strong womanly power that's <laughs> just going to get you through the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's amazing what, what mm. a little bit of self-talk can do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's true. <sighs> I feel. I know, refresh. Refresh. <laughs> going to reflect about my yeah. day. I feel like this Empowered. was my reflection, though. I think, this yeah. was my yeah. reflection. Yeah. yeah. And plan for my tomorrow. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And and don't be hard on yourself yeah. if your plans don't come to fruition mm. straight yeah. away. Yeah. Like we said, this is a long-term practice. Yeah. So even if you make your plan but it doesn't get fulfilled, you're going to try again the next day mm. and the next day. And eventually, yeah, you know, is, and, yeah. and if it's not working for a week or two, why is it not working? Mm, yeah. Do we need to reevaluate that mm. and try something different? Mm. And That's reflect on and why the, the plan didn't go, you know. Reflect on reflecting. Reflect on reflecting. <laughs> this is, it's, it's, it's something that sounds so simple. I know. But it's just about yeah. doing it, making yeah. the choice. I've, I've learned a lot of little nice gems today. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but yeah. I agree. I do. Like, I actually yeah. do feel like more mm. empowered to yeah, like, go great. out and just yeah, yeah, fantastic, just do it. and choose choose not to be guilty. <laughs> yes, that's, yes, that's the yeah. ultimate take home. And I when think. you do feel guilty, that it's is okay. okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, because you're acknowledging. You can see that you are feeling guilty, mm. and when you can recognize that it's happening, then you are so empowered to do something about it. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the main thing, and that's why I was saying at the very beginning, it's tracking those guilty feelings mm. and understanding why it's actually happening in the first mm. place because a lot of the time sometimes we feel guilty and we don't know why yeah yeah so yeah. it's it's understanding yeah where the guilt is stemming from yeah. first and foremost mm. yeah i'm so glad you came to sydney just <laughs> i'm glad to be here we went, from, <laughs> we went from me being just an online stalker to actually best friend. you know her i was yeah. secretly yeah, yeah. stalking you back <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I can help you in whatever you want help in. <laughs> thank you. You've helped a lot tonight, so thank mm, you so much. You're very this welcome. This has been amazing. Amazing, amazing is I'm not even the really. right word to use. Oh, thank yet. you. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for inviting me. It's been a privilege. No. No. You're going to regret yeah, accepting yeah. our invitation. Yes. I was actually going to say you're going to regret <laughs> no, having me no. around. No, no, no you'll see. Yeah, I know. Hey, Jess, we need to talk about... <laughs> I'm keen for anything, definitely. If it's going to help in some way or, you know, if anyone has questions, I'm more than willing to answer. Um, You know, that's what this is all about. It's Mm. supporting one another and understanding Mm. that we're not alone in this journey. And even as healthcare professionals, we're still people Mm. and we still experience the same sort of things. Yeah. 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 And for any healthcare professionals out there, I think sometimes that can actually make you feel a bit more isolated because you feel like you should know better and yeah. you should be able to do better and I know for me that often we don't to, know better we don't know yeah. better and <laughs> or you feel like you have to support everyone yeah. Yeah. rather yeah. than support yourself yeah. but exactly it's okay right. to take a step back and just 
100%. Take care of yourself and to reach out for help. And there's no shame in that. Absolutely. Mm. Reaching out for support, no matter what your profession is, mm. is very, very important. Mm. Mm. Yep. Definitely. Mm. Maybe you do the sign off because I stuff it up every week. <laughs> Watch me say see you Just- next time. <laughs> <laughs> we need to include it and see what people's feedback is. See you I next don't think time. people notice. No, it's, it's just my us. complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. us. Um, so thank you, Jess. You're I don't welcome. think we can thank you enough. <laughs> um, hopefully everyone has taken something out of it I'm sure mm. they definitely have um, and like Jess said if you want to reach out to her you can do that on Instagram is probably the easiest way yep. to do that yep. and it's hello.me2 T-O-O for those of us oh yeah I didn't even think other alternatives or if you wanted to reach out to us, you can reach us um, on the underscore mami, M-A-M-I, underscore village on Instagram or just mami on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to hear any feedback, any questions, any other guests that you'd like to have um, uh, join us. And most of all, we'd love it if you were willing to come and have a chat with us about whatever it is that you're passionate about because yeah. um, usually when you're passionate about something, it means that everybody else is in need of that same same mm. thing. Um, so, yeah, please get in touch with us if you'd like to um, and we will be in touch shortly. We'll hear, you'll hear from us. You'll hear from us. In a couple and, of weeks. And I've been trying. I know before I mentioned about writing and we want to start the blog and my time management is very poor. So... I'm not adding that extra burden yes, on myself good. so I don't feel guilty. So I am accepting all kind of little, um, I guess, pieces or mm. excerpts, anything that you have written that has, you know, come from the heart or you feel like other people could benefit from that, we will be sharing that to our social media mm. pages. Um, mm. So please feel free. And if you want it to be anonymous, that's yeah, fine. If you have, a, you know, something that you've written that's quite personal and you just want it to be out there so that someone else can mm. feel supported, please, 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 please send it through and reach mm. out to us. And one day we will have that blog up and running. <laughs> but not just today. bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be patient with us. So if you do have something that you feel you want to share, whether you want to share it um, anonymously or not, please get in touch mm. and we can always post it and allow others to benefit from, you know, learning from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And that's it. That's it. Thank you. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.